What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. Hello. Hola. And James is back. Yep. Probably for the last time. Just kidding. But for the last time in a... What's the loudest sound on Earth? Oh, my. Anybody? For some reason, I was going to say the sound of silence. Oh, that's deep. That's a good song, though. Mm. (laughs) Corey Taylor goes in on that song. (laughs) Wait, isn't that band called Sleeping With Silence? (laughs) (laughs) That hurt. That really hurt. No, does anyone... Sleeping with sirens. That's don't are we talking about the it's... artist or who is that? Who is who, he part? Who's the lead? Corey Taylor. Who's he the lead singer for? Isn't it? I was gonna say Corn. Wow. Slipknot. Okay, yeah. So there we go. Jeez. Sleeping with sirens is kind I get of an those interesting three mixed up name. All the time. You get Corn and Disturb mixed up. <laughs> okay, I will say this: Corn and Slipknot. Those two, I get confused. Slip no, that's. Don't... The weird kid at school always wore a corn shirt. We'd all call him Cornhead. You were so mean to the kids at your no, school. No. I mean, he was a mean guy. We'd just tell him He's around. a minority at his old school. So he gets what he deserves because he was mean. No, but I've never listened to the band. Corey Wait, t- which band? Corn. Oh, corn. Yeah. Do they have like two like- good songs, Coming Undone. Um... The other one with oh, Skrillex. Oh, okay, he did I it. Up. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. See, I'm not a big fan of Corn. I'll go Slipknot all day, though. Slipknot has some pretty good songs. No, but to answer the question, since you guys both don't know. What's a, a jet engine? No, the sound of a volcano erupting. It's James's mouth. <laughs> it's, oh, my. No, it's Krakatoa. Yeah, that's a volcano. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you said it. No, it's when did it happen? You know? Well, the, I mean, uh, you don't know. Okay, so eighteen ninety. No, it. So it circled the Earth. The sound it was so loud that it circled the Earth four times. How? That's how loud it was when the volcano erupted. Okay. It was so loud. But how do they know this? When did it erupt? Uh, to February sixth, twenty twenty. No, 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 no. no. Well, like, <laughs> um, we didn't hear anything. Uh, I don't know. I was just looking up random stuff on. So you guys didn't do this growing up here, but we'd go outside and like watch the space shuttles. Holy crap! Launch into this like because we could see them. Thousand hertz, even from far away. Like even like oh, probably like a hundred miles away, you could still see them. We'd have like little binoculars and stuff. Not little, but anyway, when we were in Orlando. We lived there for two years, and you could actually hear, like, the shuttle uh, break the sound barrier, and it would, like, rattle if you were close enough. It rattled the buildings you were in. So an atomic bomb explosion... It's pretty loud. ...is, like, 3,500 decibels. Okay. Which is... Krakatoa was 20,000. Holy cow. Wait, didn't you say nuclear bomb was 35,000? 3,500. 3,500, oh. Okay. So, but when did it erupt? Like, how do we know it's that loud? Probably erupted in, like, the 60s. No. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Hold on. There would have been people alive still that heard it four times. I'm still, uh, for some reason, I'm sitting here wondering why Ryan's using his uh, phone instead of his laptop. Actually, 
Crack it, yeah, because it's like turned off. I don't want to turn it back on. When did Krakatoa erupt? Twenty twenty. No way. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. This year. When did Krakatoa? He's erupt? gonna fact. I'm, it's right here. It's <laughs> no. Just Google. tell me. You're not saying it didn't erupt. Mentalfloss.com. Eighteen eighty-three. That's what I thought. Yeah, oh, but it's still Krak- semi. Why does Google say that then? Because it's still semi-active, and so it's actually having like current eruptions. Simi Valley. Semi-active. Semi-active. The real bros of. But yeah, so I I do recall learning about that. So no. Yeah, reading about it. Yeah, and it would have been. Like thirty-six thousand people died because of it. Oh man, what? Where is Krakatoa? Before I said that, that was kind of messed up. Where is Krakatoa? Uh, it's in. This is a really weird name for a volcano. Krakatoa. Crack, crack your toa. Isn't it scary? Like earthquakes earthquakes and stuff. So I hadn't felt an earthquake until that one. Indonesia, like four. It wasn't even last year. Was Was it this year? Yeah, early. Oh yeah, you're right. Into February ish. Oh jeez. Yeah, I reason, still remember waking up from that. Oh, yeah, man. that was crazy. So, so was crack, that your first one too? Yep. So, mm-hmm. so there, the, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop this conversation after this, but it Krakatoa was an island in Indonesia, okay. that like a ton of people lived on, and then the island exploded. Yeah. So no more people. Did they die? Twenty million <laughs> tons of sulfur were released from the uh, volcano in a matter of seconds. Uh, the violent, the explosion was so violent that it could be seen from 1,900 miles away in Perth, Western Australia. And the rattle or the shake from the ex- explosion could have been, was felt 35 to 4,000 miles away. Uh, 36,000 deaths occurred because of it. And a tsunami happened. Um, and that's what happened with Krakatoa. <laughs> wow. So, Interesting. That's pretty cool. And now we all have to worry about when Yellowstone's erupting. Yeah, that'll that's like that's Earth ending though. There's a mountain in Alaska that it was like a. They think that it's gonna erupt in like forty years or so, and some guy went up there and like lit a bunch of tires on fire, so it like it looked like the top of the mountain was smoking. He's probably from Florida. It sounds like some Florida. <laughs> no, it's like Alaska, but no, there's no alligator involved. <laughs> no alligator, bro. He been... I saw a Florida no, man. No. This past oh, no. week, a Florida man, and I saw the video. It was crazy, but it was actually not that big of an alligator, so I see why he did it. He's like James, like it's only like forty feet, but no, like, he like seventy feet. An long. alligator, like a small, like four foot alligator, which is pretty small for him, um, like grabbed a dog and went in, was trying oh, to go guy, back. I saw that, and he jumped like, in, in yeah, like, punching it, and, like grabbed his dog out of the yeah. He opened the mouth. He pried the mouth open. But that's how you know it's like a young alligator. If it was a big alligator, it would have like the dogs. You can't do it, yeah. But like a young, he pried the mouth because they have a lot of power to shut, but they don't have a lot of like power to open or to like. So you can hold their mouth shut, but you can also like if they're open. Yeah, but only if they're small. Does that matter? Any alligator, no matter the size, you can hold their mouth shut if you have like like. But they'll all be defeated by electrical tape. But you can't, yeah, you can't pry it open. Like they get, it's hard it's like, unless they're smaller sized alligators. Dudes fighting so. alligators in Florida are the same equivalent of guys fighting kangaroos in Australia. Do you guys have you seen that video where that like kangaroo's like holding on that dude's dog? Yeah, he just walks up and squares up with it, and just socks it, and it lets the dog. Go. I think I would prefer to wrestle an alligator before I wrestle the kangaroo. Like those things are. Could you imagine crazy. like just being? I, I want to say having a kangaroo as a pet. 
No, have you seen some of how I want to emo, dude? Speaking of exactly. Australian, you, you teach the kangaroo how to fight. No, they're like dangerous. Sick them, boy. <laughs> there was a movie called Kangaroo Jack. It's basically it that. the same thing that you just described. <laughs> no, but they they stand on Didn't their that tails. Talk though. It was a CGI kangaroo. It wasn't a, like, what do you think? They actually went out and trained a kangaroo to fight in this movie. And to talk. Like battle bots or something with kangaroos. No, it was a CGI kangaroo. And it was, it came out in like, it was one of those movies. I, I think missed, that was a good movie. I, I remember seeing that. Terrible. Film. I liked Kangaroo Jack too. And Battle Bots was nice. And it's on Netflix it's, now. Well, Battle Bots was the one with Hugh Jackman, right? I don't know who Hugh Jackman is, but it's the one where he, they they get the they get the he's like an ex uh, boxer. That's yep. And Hugh then Jackman, that's Hugh Jackman. They get a a Japanese uh, robot, like it's set to Japanese, and the kid knows like how it's, to use it and stuff. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. No, I'm not speaking of the same movie. That guy's not Wait, in it. What? Maybe he is. Oh shoot. <laughs> it's on pretty sure we're talking about the same watch movie. this and figure this out so <laughs> this was a newer movie right yeah yeah was, like 2011 i'm thinking of yeah i'm lost i, I don't know that, so. it was a cool movie though but i'm into those kind of like action inspirational movies he likes the underdog movies yeah <laughs> napoleon dynamite dude um, napoleon can you please come all. get your your suitcase out of my locker i can't fit my nunchucks <laughs> oh i kind of watch that actually it's such a it's weird like, i was telling sean before the podcast that he should be watching um he or he should watch kung pao it's a, like early 2000s kind of ish movie I it's think. like the same type of humor as super troopers you ever seen that movie i've seen a little bit of it it's, like it's made by the same people who made spongebob okay like the creators of but it's not animated they Take like an old, uh, um, I think it's either Chinese or Japanese kung fu movie, and then they cut new scenes into it, and they also voice over the kind of original scenes of it, and also add like CGI things that to it. That was like the like the early two thousands comedy stip, like that was like top tier oh, comedy. It was, <laughs> but this movie is so good. It's so funny. Just like at the beginning, he's like, "I'm swinging a chain." I'm Spoiler swinging a chain. alert. <laughs> Well, it's ruined now, James. It's so funny. It's only though. been out twenty years. But yeah, you have to watch. I think you have to watch it twice before you're like, you you quite get it. It's it's Does funny. Does anybody though. have a movie that they can watch consecutively without being tired of it? And take a claw to the face. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that movie, Sean. <laughs> what the anyway? <laughs> it's actually really funny that you say that because there's one movie that I've really been wanting to rewatch. I watched like a month ago. What movie is it? So, since we all know me and my love for anime, yeah, what? A, a Silent Spirit Voice. Away. Oh. A Silent, of course, yeah. Never heard of that, that movie is depressing and very emotional. Yeah, you know what movie I would want to watch is that. Uh, no, it's not. It's movies that you can continuously watch over and over. Yeah, again. what was that one anime movie where they're like on a train? It's obviously and there's not that, that alien girl that comes down. And like, he stays with the guy, and then they like are trying to shoot like a summer movie. Oh my goodness! Oh, it was a be- that anime is just art. Like I was, I was, that was a show, not a movie, though. I'm pretty. I sure. don't know, but it was aesthetic. Like, I was, I was hoping we could have like a pop culture conversation, but that's not. <laughs> but I don't have any pop culture references. I 
See, you talk about TV movies. You got two weebs over here. Yeah, and I didn't grow up. I wasn't allowed to watch, like, everything, so. I didn't watch, like, everything either. I don't know if there's a movie out that I like that much I could rewatch, even an anime movie. Oh, I know. There's, I have one. What? Which one is yours? Star Wars oh, no. A New Hope. I <laughs> <laughs> was really specific. <laughs> Padme. You realize that they're, like, the premise of like the fr- I don't actually I don't I'm not Star Wars fandom boy here but like that like premise with like the sister and the brother and the they that's... didn't know it's not like they did anything they didn't else. know they kissed bro didn't they have like a kid I don't think they had a kid together does, does, I don't I don't know Luke Star- I, I don't know Rush. Star Wars I've no like somebody died in childbirth in that I've seen like four five and six that I, I, I vaguely remember one two and three. They're gonna be people, I'm not I'm sure super there, into it, like, yeah. What do you mean you don't know Star Wars stories? But Mandalorian is was, stinking good. I was raised in a Harry Potter household. Even, oh, yeah. That's arguably worse. I've I dressed been... up to go see the final Harry Potter movie Dude, in the I would theaters. Have, I was shut up to just bullied everybody. <laughs> not, not oh, yeah. That. We were waiting in line, and there was, like, everyone was dressed up. We brought our wands, like. Oh, they would have jumped yeah. me. They would have all, <laughs> all jumped me. You've just been jabbed with a bunch of wands. I'm trying to think now that I'm like the storyline of Star Wars. Who's so? Who's Luke's father? Oh, that's the point. Of the, <laughs> that's the point of the movie, actually. <laughs> okay, nobody cares. No, none of what, our listeners want movie? us to. I want a Night yeah. of the Roxbury. Oh, that's a good one. Actually, a Night of the Roxbury. I, I, will say, I will consecutively watch forever until I die. I'm down. I like that, that movie, movie. Is great. Haven't seen it. It's it's actually. It's, Might have to culture him on this one. It's but it's if you can find it. Remember how Harvey looked? Oh God! Is yeah. it not on Netflix? It's it's, it's nowhere. nowhere. Except like you have to order the CD. I, I'm pretty sure like the only place I found that actually streams it is probably Amazon. Oh okay. But yeah. You have to pay for it. It's no to yeah, stream it's, it. It's it's a weird like there is the one night the first time you saw it it was on Netflix for like a day. What? what how did we watch it the second time? Do we find it in Redbox? I think we might have. I can't remember. Oh, that would actually be pretty good, Redbox. Uh, it's find definitely not Redbox like anymore. It's an old movie. They only the keep 90s. like new movies in Redbox. It's kind of. I, I haven't hit up Redbox in years, honestly. I remember when like I was younger. Yeah, Redbox used to have a lot of like Redbox old was like, stuff. Redbox yeah. was the move back in the day, and it, I feel like to me it just kind of. Well, I I mean I don't use it, but to me it feels like it kind of died. Yeah, I, mean, I could see that. You know, McDonald's was like an investor in it, and that's why they're in a lot of McDonald's. Did they like buy them pretty much? I think they might own the company now. Yeah, I was gonna say, but the guy is pretty it's interesting. A, it's a the guy, idea. the guy had the idea even back in the '90s, and he even w- went to Japan and looked at manufacturing like a machine that could uh, spit out the VHS tapes. But it just the technology wasn't there yet. But he had he went on to do a couple other things, and then um, he. McDonald's was looking for some revenue generation in their stores to sell like the floor space, but that wasn't food oriented. Well, I think you and own, so, don't you like people go out and fr- like franchise and I put that in quotes, like the box itself, not private, but yeah, like that box, they pay rent for that floor space. And that's what McDonald's was looking for. They were also looking for like cus- more customers coming in their door. And so that's where like the partnership comes out. But yeah, the guy had it until like had the idea since the '90s, and then once technology kind of caught up a lot with the CDs being smaller, and then of course just like touchscreens and everything else, like the machine could work a lot better. And then yeah, 
That's where it's from. It's true. I do remember hearing something about like it being an old idea. Yeah. It just never surfaced. Yeah. Most of uh, the spending came... It's like 51% McDonald's, I think. Uh, 41,000 red box kiosks, which accounted for 61% or 244 million of spending. Um, red box legally does not have to, nor do they disclose financial data. Uh, oh, they're not public. But it was last, but when it was last publicly traded in 2016, the chain generated about $2.5 billion in revenue. Yeah. See it. Yeah. They pay. They just pay for the spot, and then of course they make the money from the rentals yeah, and everything. Yeah, the company generates forty five thousand dollars on average revenue per kiosk, which was down from about fifty thousand. Um, that was cut into big time by Netflix releasing streaming services. Yeah, so I was gonna say with all the streaming and how easy it is to get a streaming service, that's probably the killer for Redbox. Yeah, it's, except but then Redbox changed and now you can get video games there. So not anymore. Really? They got rid of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not a user of that. I don't really because I don't have a modern system at home anymore. Yeah, I used it a little bit, uh, but the problem is the selections were always. It was very iffy. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it having like weird Lego games and like Spider Man. Sometimes stuff. they had like brand new releases if you could get there in time before Johnny. Oh yeah two shoes showed up and took the game before you but it's well, it's interesting like stuff like that because i was actually talking to my dad about companies like that the other day where you notice that there's you know you guys know what good rx is you ever heard of that yeah where it's like the, the, sure. it's like kayak for prescriptions basically what's okay. kayak it's it's where you go on a website and you're like i want to go to cabo and it pulls up all these flights and the different prices like delta and it's like it's a one website you can go to to find prices for everything flight related. It's like TripAdvisor. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, that's what that's GoodRx. Yeah. But one of the the, the question I and GoodRx is um, you know a really established company, but I've been seeing more and more like have you guys heard of Romans? No. So Romans is like a men's health um, thing. Oh um, yeah, I have heard of that. Oh, so like supplements and stuff. No, it's like it's for like ED treatment, hair loss, like just men's health in general. Oh, okay. And so they'll buy, um, they'll buy like wholesale, like off-brand medication. So like there's Viagra, but then there's an off-brand Viagra that you can buy for like Viagra would be like fifteen bucks a pill, like through the name brand Viagra. Yeah. But then the same pill in like China sells for like a dollar. So they just buy a whole bunch of those pills, and that's how. Because my, my question to him was, well, how are these companies making money? And the way they're making money is because Romans is buying the cheaper pills. Because for the longest time, I didn't, didn't know this, Viagra had name naming rights to the pill. So, like, you couldn't, like, as, like, James's Pharmaceutical Company. Yeah, you it's, like, trademarked, yeah. You yeah, you couldn't buy Viagra. But they, their trademark lapsed. So now you can, I mean, people can buy Viagra in bulk and sell it for whatever they want. Huh. Hmm. But that was the question I posed to my dad is, like, well, how do these companies make money? And that's how that, so that's how that specific company makes money. But where I was going with this was I find it interesting how all these companies are selling the same thing, but they're popping up behind like companies like GoodRx and Romans. Like so, I saw a commercial for Romans. The next commercial was for a company called Lemonade. Exact same, exact same thing Romans does. So huh. it's like all these companies are showing up behind. And so my question huh. was, well, how are these like? You have to realize you're going to compete with a giant here. Because Romans has been established for years. Lemonade was founded last year. Yeah, but it is a like 
I mean, I get we're like newer companies do have certain advantages. They can be more nimble in a mm-hmm. tight marketplace. No, absolutely. I'm just so. saying that their market penetration segments very reduced because they have to find that niche. So it's a little bit harder for them. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to if it was just like a brand new company. But the thing that I found the weirdest and the reason that conversation started was because so there's a company called GoodRx that does whatever. And there's another company that I saw a commercial for for the first time ever yesterday. And I say commercials because I have Hulu with ads. I don't pay for Hulu. That's where I see all these commercials. And it was called, it was like Optimum Health or whatever. And it was the exact same thing that GoodRx does. But GoodRx is a prescription-based or a subscription-based service. So you get more, I don't know, you get more stuff out of it if you pay for it. But this company does exactly what GoodRx does for free. You get on their website and you're like, I want to buy. They do your insurance though, probably. They don't. That's the thing. That's where I was like, how, how is this feasible? It's all free. You literally can get on and be like, I need aspirin. Cheapest price. And I'll be like, go to that store over there. Oh, yeah. So basically, so, but what it came down to is like, they have to come up with these agreements with like pharmaceutical companies. So they'll get like 10 cents for every pill they sell through their platform. And the thing that I found the weirdest was like looking, looking at it from like a business owner standpoint or just working in the corporate world. Like, how is that feasible? Cause they're, if you get on their website, everything's like free, reduced, 80% savings, no subscription. Like you just use our website for free. So I was like, I don't, I don't understand how you'd make money that way. And it's simply because like, um, they get the kickback from it. it. But that's the thing. And I was like, that's what my dad was saying. And I was like, but that's, but he's like, you have to realize that's over a span of like 30,000 people. Yes. But more way than more than 30,000. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. We the, get what you're the, saying. The problem is, is GoodRx already has that market. Yeah. But I mean, that's saying like, there is reasons to create competition even as a business owner. Like, but yeah, you have to navigate it. But every market segment has that. They just, whoever is running that company feels like they have the ability to take a bit of that market. No, share. I agree. I'm just yeah. saying, I just find it interesting. But yeah, I've noticed it more and more that like you get the good RXs and then you get companies in the yeah. Romans and there's so many more companies that are just showing up with the same idea. And it's like, there's gotta be someone in those companies that just has an idea that someone hasn't thought of yet, which is why they're a niche. You yeah, know, it's, it's it could just, be a, a copycat company. It could be, and I just I just find studying stuff like that interesting to me because it's like you know companies, for the most part, make money to become feasible. You know they want that's you have to give to get kind of a thing. Anyway, that's my rant. So I've been finding uh, terrorism pretty interesting recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yo, let's uh, just flip it around here. <laughs> I talked. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. Like yeah. I'm surprised that like the business that type of business space surprises you that like it goes on. It's, it it does. It, no, it's not that it goes on. It's that the sheer amount of similar companies yes. that are just showing up overnight, where yeah. that didn't happen five years ago. Um, you you can do, it did. You can quantify that because yeah, even like um, at the internet boom in the 2000s when we were all still really young. Um, when I was talking about this with my dad, he was like, "No, there were companies like Times. like Amazon." Times, yep. yes. like eBay, like yes. The problem is, and it's these these guys will run into the same problem. They can't make it scalable. No one had the oper- like the ability to make it scalable. So you could have Amazon in two thousand. You could have yeah. that idea, but Jeff Bezos just had the ability to make it scalable. Yes, yeah, he but competed. A lot of, 
better than anyone else. But a lot market. of these companies in the internet boom in the early 2000s failed within the first year because they're like, yeah. here's my well, idea, but uh, all I can't make it scalable. Like any business started at any time is going to have a higher chance to fail within the first year, first six months. Well, the, the thing what I'm saying is it's interesting is the same amount of businesses that failed succeeded. Hmm. So really? I mean, for yeah, for for I, any, for for like. But it, how do they quantify that? Like it, it's just because the internet in the two thousands, when the internet boom happened, was so small because there were only like a thousand people using the internet like consic- like consistently. It was quantifiable. In not the two, in the, not in the two thousands and like the early nineties. But well, by the late nineties, millions the boom, of people had the internet. Internet wasn't like actually available until like the mid nineteen nineties. Yeah, but by the end of it, millions of people had it. No, but no, no, no. it wasn't until like like access to it. Even well, I just mean like even if they didn't have a home computer, which a lot of people did have, they had access to it at schools and universities well, and at work. That's but what I'm saying is it's quantifiable because these guys saw okay, internet company time. They saw they within like the first six months of the internet boom, these guys were already on the internet selling products. Yeah. So it's quantifiable because there was such a small amount of people doing that that you can you can quantify that. So for every one Amazon, there was five more with the same idea, but those five failed and Amazon succeeded. Yeah. All comes down to marketing. Well, yeah, and just <laughs> operating the business and well, it, was, ways it wasn't and... even marketing because I mean, what are you what are you what are you marketing on in nineteen ninety five? AOL? Congratulations. I oh, God. I remember eBay like I, I, ordering things off eBay. I like, remember when YouTube was still yes like archaic YouTube. Yeah. Oh goodness. And there, are, there are people. There are coworkers that I have. They're like, you don't remember. I'm like, no, I remember that because I had a big ass computer in my mom's office once. Yeah, like that's big, our childhood. Yeah, like all that old like school YouTube first, uh, before Google. Yeah. The first touchscreen Apple, like the iPhone. And like oh YouTube yeah design. yes like yeah, with yeah, the little yeah, yeah. tv with, with the, the like, antennas the on top yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's like old school and then there <laughs> was and then like that it came like on the phone <laughs> and then yeah then they it didn't come it. on the phone yeah anymore that's the one thing that's so wild is like i feel so young compared to people but then i'm like man there's a lot of stuff that's happened in our lifetime like over the last two decades that oh, like yeah, yeah it's <laughs> kind of <laughs> funny it's a we're at like yeah, weird, a weird age where there's like young enough like 19 20 year olds that like don't realize i guess like the four or five years actually makes a difference like because you're at a completely different age five to ten you're experiencing the same events but you know one person's five and one person's ten it's completely different like well i guess i don't remember a time not having a computer in the house see i do i do that was um it was very. It was a very small window of time, but I remember specifically the monitors that we had, and one of them was gigantic. It looked like a tube TV. Oh, I love it. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And another one. It was a Dell. It was like a Dell screen. It was like the first like flat, flat. And it but was it's like, still it like was seven still inches, like six thick, inches yeah. thick. <laughs> yeah. And I used to watch the uh, media player like thing. And it almost was like too heavy. Like the stands always seem like it could just barely hold up the, the, mon- no, the, dude, monitor. the monitors weighed like 70 pounds. Like if you grade. tapped it or something, it would just wiggle for like two minutes afterwards. So, I'm still just, I, what my childhood, I remember like the blue and white max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the clear, like, so, so um, we had in our house, somebody gave us a, um, one of those Mac 
desktops and they were like green purple see like yeah, so you, were, you were like you like you were like rich like if someone walked in your house at that point they'd be like no okay. somebody gave like somebody literally gave us this computer and <laughs> no but i still remember even when i was like really young like my aunt had a mac and i was like she's doing well for herself well when you type <laughs> like, damn. when you i remember just like typing on it and like learning how to type but it would even in like the normal like word processing program it had on it it would read back to you which, I mean, as a, like, four- or five-year-old, I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. You can write, like, <laughs> whatever you want, and it'll read it to you in, like, a little computer voice. And Back during the Windows XP days. That, it was a Mac. Mac. Vista. It, was it a wasn't, Mac. It wasn't on yeah. Windows. Yeah, this was well, a Mac. I'm just saying, cause I, I was a Windows kid. I didn't have Mac. When yeah, I was and no, yeah, we I've didn't. Actually, my parents have never owned Macs either. We did Windows. <laughs> it was, somebody gave us that Mac, and then we had Windows, like, for 10 years after that, and then right when i started high school we got a mac in the house and then don't you use windows like what do you isn't mean? your isn't your computer a windows my gaming computer is a windows yeah ah. but you have to build the windows gaming computer i mean like what is what well, else you can't is it going to buy run? a mac and it's ready to game you can but i mean no games are going to work on it not a lot of games hey. plus i built my gaming computer 7 years why ago why are you like hyping it up like when you have an iphone you jack <laughs> yeah the iPhone. and i have a i have a macbook that i like piece well, together well he talks about how awesome mac and apple oh is yeah my everything no, 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 no. I, I will say my macbook's better uh, macbooks are next level pro yeah. those those things are amazing i got one with no wait, wait what's the term i always forget it ecosystem you have to have the apple ecosystem okay uh, when you have an apple tv an iphone and a macbook your life in the home is fine iphone's all i need from apple i'm gonna go windows you need a windows computer to download games yeah like video games to aren't like, gonna work when it comes on a Mac. To like productivity and yeah. editing and stuff yes. like that dude macbooks are pro level like macbook that's, that's like where it's at i did all buy. all my business stuff on a mac i did all my school stuff on a mac that's still my go-to computer if I'm actually using the computer. I only game on a Windows. And I don't even game that much. The Mac is just, like, the way it flips through, like, even just the Windows that are open and the way that, like, the operating system is just efficient. It's, it's See, just really nice to use. I, I've never, like... The, Before you continue your bias rant, when was the last time you used, like, a newer generation Mac? Like a uh, fast one. What's well, the newest? It's been a little while. That's so, yeah. and even if it's oh, using it for fifteen minutes or even two hours, it's like you kind of have to own one to realize like it's just exponentially faster. Like the things. The to only do thing on I it. will say it though, works faster. That irked me. I don't know how it is now, but on the older Mac systems, like the little you don't have the little the plus the minus and the X. Where on the right, like the top right of the of window, a window, yeah. The thing that always bothered me for whatever reason is they were just so small. Like the Windows X is like, there it is. Yeah. I don't know why. Like it was a personal thing of mine, but like we had Macs in my school. But you use hotkeys. You That's the thing I learned toward so, the end of like. Like you just hotkey everything so it doesn't really matter. That's, that's so. the, yeah, that's the. And gestures on like three finger, two finger gestures on the touchpad. It's really nice too. Yeah, but that's. Uh, See, the, Microsoft has adopted that on their. I, new I was going to say that's the next problem. Is like yeah, all all technology is becoming the same. Like Microsoft does the same thing. It'll so come. It'll yeah, but thing. they only do it now. My 2012 Mac has a three finger gesture on the touchpad, and Microsoft didn't have that until recently. So like yeah, they are implementing like designs from their competition. Everybody does that, but Mac was the first to do it, and their OS is still it's better implemented. 
still. Like, I don't know. I, I actually I, I do agree that their OS is is just it's their like, OS is solid. Yeah, like I think like hardware wise, like it, see here's like, the thing: you can build a Windows with stronger hardware, like with more advanced, quicker hardware. But the the only a package level the the only thing I will say on that yeah is you're you're saying that apple is great at just being productive no it's just great to have if you're just want a computer that's a package that the os works the best with the hardware components and it still can be an extremely powerful computer a mac is what you want i mean okay but that's I'll, the thing like I'll, that the thing i have with that is is apple marks like their prices are crazy high for everything they know what they're selling like, they I mean, unless you're buying buy it. unless you're buying yeah. used or something not not even used though but for what what you get with it is programs that you don't have to pay subscriptions for so you when you get a mac you get imovie you get iphoto which are way better than any of the pc stuff they have but on top of that you get pages and you get their version of excel and you get their um, PowerPoint version, all for free. That comes on the Mac, and that stays updated forever. And then the OS, again, like so it's 2020, and I have a 2012 MacBook. The only thing I did to it was add RAM and hard drive, and it's still up to date. So, okay, all right. And, and so like they're more expensive up front, yes. But when you factor in, you get all these programs that you don't have to pay a subscription for because... Right now, Word, you'd have to pay a subscription for. Yeah, the Microsoft yeah. Suite, you would have a yeah. subscription. And then, um, like, I don't say that, like, Photo Viewer on the PC is anywhere near what iPhoto is on Mac. Because iPhoto even has some, like, very, like, studio-level editing in it, which is really nice. Like, it's not hmm. full-fledged Photoshop, but it is a strong program by itself. And then iMovie is, real, is for, like... You could, you could probably start a vlog and use just iMovie, until you had like easily make videos for like five hundred subscribers, five thousand subscribers, just fine. Like nobody would notice. It could be, a, and it's a free program that comes with a Mac, which is the surprising part of it. Who knows? Plus. Maybe I just need to get a Mac just so I can test it out as I did the iPhone. But it, your <laughs> your next computer you want a game on. Like and I wouldn't tell you Here's to get a Mac thing. to Here's game on. I I would I, I need a I, like I'll need a new laptop here in the near future. So I wouldn't laptop. recommend gaming on a laptop. So so that's the thing. Oh, but a like you need a productivity, a work thing. So yeah. At that point, yeah. you just get like an get an, older Mac. Get a twelve hundred dollar Air, which is still you. You'd have to to get a a decent PC um, laptop. You'd still have to spend like a thousand to twelve hundred. So just get a twelve hundred dollar Air. And you're fine. And you get the, the, the new ones have the LED screen up above the keyboard. They have a really nice, like, their actual screen is really high quality. And then the keyboard's nice. The battery life's nice. The thing's super thin. Oh, you mean Apple actually has a product that has good battery life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want you guys to know, what you guys have been talking about technology. I went 25 weeks deep into this girl's Instagram because I thought she was hot and realized that she's like 6'3". So she's out of my she's out of my height range here. Yep. You can climb the tree, bro. You'd have to carry a stepping stool around. Because that's it's usually like whenever we go on a date, 18 just... inches above where you are at. I'm only 5'8", dude. She's huge. <laughs> she's much taller than no, I am. So, but you have been trying to build a computer, right? Like, I've, I've been interested. Yeah. So, because I built my computer 
seven years ago. So the gaming computer, and I've upgraded it since, but well, just graphics card. That's it. That's all I, was <laughs> like, do. I just put a new graphics card in it. Wait, you just put a great, wait, wait, what? I put a 760 in it. Don't think I went all out on it. Okay. Ah. Oh, but, I mean, you ah. should have at least gone the 1050 mm. or a 1660. Mm. No. I want to build a Bitcoin mining rig before I upgrade my gaming computer. It's like a hundred bucks extra. I paid forty dollars for my seven sixty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so I, I just needed. I wanted to play the new Call of Duty once, so I got. I was like, on well, the lowest settings possible. Yeah, well, yeah, my seven twenty p screen doesn't <laughs> matter if I have a nice graphics card, but I just don't play play my computer that much anymore like i used to it just doesn't interest me that much it's literally what tristan and sean and i were talking about a couple hours ago it was like everyone is talking about building a gaming computer cool i want to be a part of the crew but then i was like wait i don't play any games like hardly ever because all i use my computer for is doing assignments for school yeah work in school and <laughs> so then, i was like yeah. why do i need to spend a bajillion dollars on a computer that i might use once for its actual purpose Instead of just buying a computer with a slightly better CPU, RAM, hard drive, whatever, and See? saving a ton of money and then buying more stuff for my stupid car that I don't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three cars that just sit. <laughs> I should have told my mom about that drift car You got thing. a bunch of cars that you can't drive in the winter. I, I have a truck now. Wow. I, upgrade, I, straight up I have a truck now too, actually. Do you drive it here? No, nah, I drove the four by four. <laughs> I should have told my mom like a synopsis of that drift car story, and she actually got mad at me because she was like, "You need to save for a house." I'm like, "You don't want me here anymore." She was like, "No, no. don't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, the house market though, you know, I've been in it lately, looking, and I'm just. I think it's just a good idea to wait to see who becomes the president. Honestly, like oh, it's already it's already known. I feel like like you think that uh, Kanye West twenty twenty one Kanye West Kanye West. <laughs> I voted for Kanye West. <laughs> hey, oh no. Um, only because it, you know it wouldn't matter who you this vote for here so, in Utah. So weird. You know what I think would be awesome just to add to the chaos. Let's have just just toss it in the cell. Let's have a Democratic president, Republican vice president. Just throw it in there. Oh, that'd be so just awesome. Just make it nuts. Just like balance the ticket or something. <laughs> just the absolute unbipartisan shit. Just they're just fighting all day. Okay, so you so, so do you think Biden's elected, or are you saying it's already known that there was fraud in the election? Because I don't know where you stand now. Because. I will say I have mixed feelings. I yeah. I, I don't. I, the, I'm with you. I don't like to think that our economy is corrupt. Here's a question. No, or you mean your gov- our government's corrupt? Yeah, our our government. Sorry. Yeah, our, our economy's corrupt. Bezos is out of hand. So it's like I, I'm surrounded I, by communists. They all hate the economy. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So your mixed so, feelings. So I, pull Kanye. I'm gonna let you finish. But first, <laughs> let me ask this question. <laughs> Um, did he really do that? To yes, Taylor Swift, dude. yes, oh to Taylor God. Swift. But so, it's okay. It's um, they made it back up in a song together. Why? Okay, so I don't actually know the answer to this question, but I've been seeing it a lot recently. But so uh, someone will be like Joe Biden, and then someone will be like um, the election's he, rigged. That's so okay. So well, no, it's that he he's or no, it's it's that the the comment that I saw today was something 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 Biden's corrupt and he lied. Yeah, but like, where's the context of this 
comment. I don't understand. So the, the only question I how, have is how could he lie if he can't remember anything? Yeah, you, <laughs> he might just not remember the truth, but he's not intentionally lying. Well, okay, lying and cheating were the two words this person used. Well, yeah, everybody's going to say just... Well, I, it could I, come I, from I anywhere. I'm just trying to understand the basis of that comment. I, I Would you ask say, the person that made if cheating, it? If the word cheating was used, I think that's not Biden. I think it's the party. To the, be honest, you, the party, so no, the, yeah. So what's going on the, right the now? The Republican Party commented on this guy's picture. No, <laughs> what are you talking about no, nobody's under the impression that Biden, that like, you know, did this giant scandal. But no, they're under the impression know. that the Democrat Party as a whole had, you know. Here, and this the is thing, a theory the thing. operations to my problem with this whole entire scenario okay. for, for this government. Um, yeah, this government scenario okay. is when Trump was elected back in 20. Or, yeah, was elected in 2016. Okay. I'm glad you know that. Oh, yeah, I know he something. Was, it's was first. Amazing. <laughs> I only know that first election I voted in. But what's a um, so so with. Since Trump's election in 2016, okay. the Democrats have done nothing but accuse and try to get rid of Trump for four years. Okay. And not it has not worked. I don't deny it. Yeah, they had a lot of like so stuff, it, it, Russia stuff. And... If they're that persistent, yeah. what's not to say that they may have done something to make sure that Trump didn't get reelected? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a yes. Well, yeah, that's a I, 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 I'm not gonna even like get into facts about that, but I will say this because there's and none I, to said, be found. Well, it's not that, but I will say this to summarize that. I feel that a lot of people voted for Biden on the basis that they just didn't want Trump. Yeah. Oh, that's for and, sure too. And the yeah. thing that I was like thinking about on a moral standpoint, this is morally speaking, not like what's good for morally speaking. Yeah. The thing I think about is like if a government was really operating the way it should, I don't think there should be like a moral choice. Like you shouldn't have to choose a I didn't want this like Yeah, but there's is, no, like I, that's like saying, "Oh, if a society was the like, operating." Evils. Yeah. That, that shouldn't ever be a yeah. that should never yeah, be. Yeah, no, a but thing. if a society was operating perfectly where everybody in it was perfect, of course you could find perfect people to lead it, but that's not the case. Like there's not one person I'm not saying anyone's that's perfect. Gonna be... I'm saying you shouldn't ever in a government situation have to choose the lesser of yeah, two evils. Like but that's who because... will screw up this country the least? Like come on. But there's there's on one side there's people that think stuff that a candidate is doing is evil while those exact things are what another person is okay with and would want. So it's like, uh, I mean, it's just perspective of evils at that point. I mean, it's it's kind of true. It's yeah. perspective, but I think like what you perceive as bad and evil, another person could perceive well, as exactly I mean, I'm what they want. I'm not going to deny that no matter who's, I mean, it could be Jesus could be president and people would be like, wow, well, he cheated somewhere. Like there's going to be people that, I, I agree with what you're saying, yeah. but what I'm also saying is that I feel like there's just I, I the so Biden got 80 million votes. That's the most popular. He's 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 gotten the most populous votes of any president ever. Yeah, but he was running against Trump, right? But that's like, but that's what I'm saying yeah. is so then to me that really perpetuates the idea that those Wait, people didn't Trump get the popular vote, but Biden got the electoral vote. No, Biden well, got more, the popular more vote. Well, more states more states voted for Trump than Biden, but. The Biden, states that much, Trump acquired had less electoral Much like the votes. Hillary oh. Trump thing, yeah. Hillary got the popular vote, Trump got the electoral college vote. Biden got the the popular vote, 
and the electoral and the electoral college, college vote, but then Trump was like, "Stop it, that's not fair." And then now we're in this nonsense. Well, that, that's, mess. A, well, that's the thing, though. Is like I, I, I did. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but if you look up, like, <clears throat> was it testimonials about people? Yeah, that's what's been crazy lately. Hmm. So this week, so we do like to keep our viewers, our listeners, up to date on everything. Like we, try. <laughs> we don't, we don't we, know what we're talking. So. <laughs> But no, we do. I don't even know what you're talking about. What are you two talking about? We did research. We didn't do research, but like, what did you talk about this after the? Where we was convened. I? <laughs> yeah, we the convened hell? actually, and his mom was involved too. Yeah. Yeah, but we had like sources from a bunch of different places. Anyway, so multiple sources are reporting, um, and this actually came from an official press conference. They had a gentleman who was a USPS driver, which is our federal oh post. My God, this is probably one of those Minneapolis, Minnesota, back east nonsense anyway, things that I've seen on the news. You can go out and look look at it, but um, he was testifying, and this is one of many. He was testifying um, that. He had to move mail, freight mail, and he knew there were ballots, and um, the other people there knew that they were ballots too. And he moved them across state lines, and then a bunch of other weird stuff happened. They made him wait for seven hours um, while they were, you know, presumably wanted to deposit these ballots in a special location or something like that. But he unloaded, he brought ballots from one state and unloaded them in another. And it wasn't all on the up and up is one of them. There's another video that's coming out. Um, and well, not coming out, it, it is out. And there were, um, it's a video from eight in the morning at a election center. Um, and all the employees were instructed to leave. And then they, they brought more ballots out from underneath a table that none of the other, actual employees saw except a couple individuals and then they were counted in an unscrupulous manner and all this so this is where i side on i kind of i don't side on a difference like two sides but this is where i'm kind of wish on where i would say like they have enough to lose that they would get involved in something like this and they have the capability so they have the motive and the capability to do it but that doesn't mean a crime has been committed, right? Like, yeah. Like, but we we got motive and we got capability. That's done. So now we just need to confirm that there's a crime, right? But this is where this individual situation matters. It's because if Biden falls below 270 electoral votes, then the electoral college is not active. Then each state only gets one electoral vote yeah yeah and trump won more states but so if so and that's the thing it's yeah but so only they have lawsuits at like 50 different lawsuits in a bunch of different states they only have to get one of those states because he's only up by two electoral points so they only have to get one of these disputed states to not certify their election and they say we, we 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 cannot find an answer to these votes with the evidence that we see, we cannot certify this. Then every state will have just one electoral vote. And in that case, Trump will win the election. How, how long ago did you guys talk about this information? This was Wednesday. Yep. It's two days. So as of four hours ago, the Supreme Court threw out 66 of Trump's 77. Yeah, but how many, states, how many states have certified their results? Can you look that up for us? Trump. And then, US so News or just says, look up look up a list of states US that sort of says Trump loves to win 
loves to win but keeps losing election lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it'll be it'll be interesting. Um it'll be a swing state probably. Well, yeah, it has to it's going to be one that's having issues already. Michigan looks like it and Pennsylvania looks like it. New York even could be in there. I think Georgia will certify. I think Georgia will certify. Um and all the rest I haven't looked into too much. Nevada will certified. I think they have already have certified. Um, and that actually made sense. There's there's um, different proportions of workers there. And they have large cities. And, and um, There's only five states that haven't certified. Yeah, which states are those? Alabama, Alaska, okay. Arizona. Okay. Oh, Colorado. Arizona, Colorado. Hmm. Mich- did Michigan certify? Biden. Yesterday. Michigan certified. Georgia certified. Georgia Biden. Certified to Biden. What about Pennsylvania? Biden. Okay. Hmm. But it could be uncertified. Maybe. Well, one of the things that I actually found interesting was, <laughs> I don't know how ethical some of this stuff is, but uh, Wolf Blitzer. I don't know if you guys know who that is. No, who is that? He's he's a he's got his own show on CNN. Oh. But, uh, well, that's he, why I don't know who he is. He was uh, he was talking about how at this rate, I, I don't side with i think the news as a whole is just a nonsensical thing but i thought it was funny because he was saying at this point most of the states are just going to certify with biden because they just want this to be over they just want complaining to be done they just want it to be over with and i was like i don't know how ethical that is but if that's the case then sure but i just think coming from the fact that i've lived out of country and the way that i've been told that people view the u.s this is just embarrassing on a on a national and an international scale, like an international spotlight. This is embarrassing. Yeah, but we have to get to the bottom of it. Like, does it really matter if but it's embarrassing? If, what if there's no bottom to get to? What if it's right. literally just Trump throwing a fit? Yeah, that could be a case. There's there's that. I mean, sure. It let's, could, yeah. let's talk about. Oops. Let's talk about the fact that yeah, Trump could have basis to like a leg to stand on. But what if he's literally just complaining to complain? Because let's think about all of the stuff and all the stunts he pulled to get the spotlight that he didn't have to like pay for or do anything crazy. Well, he did because he was. We, I think we talked about it a while ago, but how Trump just uh, just did like ridiculous stuff and everyone paid oh, attention yeah. to him. But it, it was free publicity. Hell yeah. yeah, that's the best. Regardless of it's negative or positive, it's people getting to know who you are. Like people getting to know Trump. It's free publicity. Yeah, he did a lot of ridiculous stuff. That only got publicity because of how ridiculous some of the stuff that he did was and said. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so coming back around to housing markets and your mom telling you to move out. Um, <laughs> you get housing markets out of that. Yeah, so I would like I would like Biden to be elected. What is his- not because I agree with any of his policies. But because he'd shut down the economy. control policy is stupid as hell. Yeah. We could get into a lot of stupid things he does. Oh, but yeah. he's... A, he's a, control, shut down the economy. Yeah. That's, I, great. One that's of the, about it. One yeah. of the things that I have decided that I am going to be opinionated on is that... So with that stimulus check and like government assistance, like for yeah. unemployment... Yeah. I don't think and get criticism from this, but I don't think that, and I can say this because I'm a working citizen with a full-time job, so it's a little bit easier for me to say it this way. Uh, okay. But I don't think that 
unemployment should be a thing, specifically like uh, on same. a basis of different merits. So depending on what you need it for, whatever. And I say that because I have friends who claim unemployment solely because they get more from the government than their job pays them. Yeah. So to that end, so yes. Biden has this proposal for a stimulus package. I don't know what it entails. Frankly, I don't care. But what I do care about is if that imp- that stimulus package applies to businesses and businesses only. I don't care if they're big, small, little, medium, whatever. If it applies to businesses only, that incentivizes them to get employees. That way, people have jobs, the economy will be stimulated, and they're not going to be freeloaders that are just freeloading off the economy. Now, there are going to be people that can say, well, what about parents that can't afford this, that, the other thing? Okay, that's a different discussion. I'm talking about people that I know of that literally claim unemployment because they yeah. don't want to work. Or like employment, be- unemployment being so high that it's actually above like y'all see what I'm necessary. saying here? Okay. Yeah. Like it's oh, yeah. just yeah, I get, like, oh, yeah, that's an issue. But I mean, yeah. So that's why I'm saying if there's going to be a stimulus package, and I'm sure I could figure this answer out right now, but I don't want to. Is if there's a stimulus package, it should be for businesses and businesses only. There are people who are unemployed, literally unemployed, because they're because of the coronavirus and like their industry they can't work in, but, or they can work three weeks and then it gets shut down again. But that's so. the thing that my parents and I were talking about at Thanksgiving is like, is it that they can't work or that? Yes. Or it's is it literally like they can't? So, no, like I think, you. I think a lot of it actually deals with people who choose not to work. Right, because there's better. Into. You're with the bonuses to unemployment currently right now. It is it it would be better for a majority of the workforce to stay home and collect unemployment. They are getting too much. Even at work, when we tried to hire two accounting clerks at twenty and twenty two an hour, they were coming back. They were interviewing with us and then coming back and saying, "Oh, uh, I'm I'm furloughed and I'm getting unemployment and I'm actually making the same at unemploy on unemployment." So, it's so, like yeah, so that's what I mean about and that's like, a high not that's a decent pay even for Salt Lake. Like, well, that's, that's a but decent that's what I pay. mean about a stimulus package for businesses because there are people there are people that like need employees like they need people like yeah. the smaller businesses they need those people to survive. And who so want to work and who, who can want, come yeah. in so every you, day. You yeah. stimulate those companies to provide what those employees yes. need. That's a good economy. That's a perpetuating economy. But when yes. you're giving Johnny Two Shoes forty five hundred bucks a week to sit at home and do nothing, and to not go help that, that we're business. all paying yeah. for collectively. Yes, that's where I have a problem with it, and I, I've run into that with yeah. a bunch of my friends, and it just bothers me because it's like, okay, I know I don't have to work. I'm choosing to work, but at the same time, I'm paying for you. To do nothing. Yes. You're not contributing anything to what I'm yes. doing here. These are the people that are buying the PlayStation 5s and the Xboxes and scalping. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not just even finding, that. It's like, like, they're just finding loopholes to the system. But that now, just would you, me. now, if you're that person, you're collecting money every month. Now, would you vote in um, po- politicians that have a history of doing that for you? Yeah. Whoever, whoever would give me more money yes, to sit yeah, there, I would yeah. vote for. So there Straight you up. go. Yeah. So we're, we're converting this communist Californian oh, over oh, here. Okay. Slowly, slowly our listeners are watching and observing your transformation. I, I <laughs> but, transformation. But it's logical. Like it makes sense. Like we get what you're saying, but there should be some help for people who they're there. We, you have to be careful because you do, Salt Lake is a little bit of a bubble 
and people well, and I do talk, observe talk, this guy the, the in both. The economy as a whole, though, I don't want to talk about Salt. Salt Lake. Salt Lake has about, been, able, been able to no, make but, it through the pandemic with a really good economy. Well, be just because I mean our our market, our job market, our job market is not very similar to a lot of. It's similar to some, but not a lot of places in the United States are it's, experiencing. It's much better than yes, the rest yeah, of, well, yeah. Most of the United States right now, and I've seen this in both you guys, but um. When you spend so much time in Salt Lake, you actually, um, you lose like a vantage point. Like your view kind of is bubbled. Like you're, that's only. You're, what you're like, saying is that we're jaded. No, not jaded, <laughs> but just like, well, I mean, like the, thing. like when, when you're talking about the stimulus, not the stimulus package, but unemployment as a program, like whether we should have it or not, period. You have to realize that like, there's a lot of places in this country where like it is, they literally don't, they can't work like. But that's what I'm saying is it's not that like you shouldn't give out un- unemployment. It's that it should it be proportional, be por- proportional, selective, and the government needs to focus on okay, why can't these people and market? Work? Yeah, yeah, market. That's yeah. what needs to be focused. Education, like, let's schooling. Just give out some Trump, some, yeah. some Donny dollars to some of these people. <laughs> I will. I will say this though, like. Um, I've never collected unemployment myself. I mean, if, if it you may... do it, if you do it long term, it, it can detriment your taxes. Well, I don't know about that, but I have been part of government assistance. Like, it can. Easily. the only reason I know so. that is because Tanner, remember him? Well, that's if you collect it and you're yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. He was doing unemployment from his dad's company, uh-huh. and I remember a long, long time ago he came over and he's like, "Dude, my taxes are like jacked." Because when he actually got a job, he was like, "My taxes are because he claimed unemployment for like three years." Huh. And yeah, I, I'm not, I don't do tax accounting. I'm not sure how that, all it, that works, but it, it can't, there's the thing about it is the government made it in such a way. And what, do you have to like pay it back or something? I don't no, think you have to pay it, it back. You don't have to pay it back, but your tax bracket goes up because you're, you're making, so if you're making like, let's say $4,000 a week, which you're not, even on unemployment, you're not, you're okay. But you're making 4,000 a month. So let's say 4,000 a month, but you're making 2,100 bucks a month at McDonald's. Like when you were working there and they laid you off. So now you're making double that. Yeah. Right, you have to, yeah. So your tax bracket will stay right there. Yeah. They'll tax That's it. What yeah, happens. I've so, heard that. It's so then a, when it's you're getting, so income. then you get a seven twenty five an hour job. You're making like three bucks because the government's just raking you over the coals with taxes. And the same like fiscal year. I'm not sure how all that works. That's what it's you get stuck with unemployment. You get stuck in a tax bracket that you're not in when you get it. I guess like, yeah, if you're on unemployment for like eight months out of the year and you actually do pick up a job. And that's another thing why it needs to be proportional to the market, because they're on unemployment for eight months and then they get a job that actually pays them less than unemployment. Well, one, they're encouraged to stay on unemployment. And two, you're right. Like once they get their taxes for the full 12 month year, they still do have to pay on that income oh, that they got, yeah. which was also a debate this whole time. And even Utah, um, during the like COVID crisis <clears throat> in March, they actually didn't tax the unemployment disbursements and stuff, which uh, was nice for those people. And it doesn't make sense to tax government money that they're giving out. But what I would say is um, what would benefit people the most is really educating them. Like, and it allows them to not only move, it not only get jobs where they're located, but it allows them to um, be mobile and to move to where better economies are in the country. Um, I only have my good job because the government paid for my associate's degree at the community college. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. 100% paid for. And it's like, 
we it's fine like i still use it and that's why i'll have a completely different life trajectory than i you know i probably still would have paid for school just a lot slower than i did but that government assistance definitely changed well, like, I'm not saying, my like, trajectory. Like, and when it comes to like government assistance, like I don't think it should be like cut out, but I think it should be marginalized and it should be subjective to yeah. certain instincts or certain aspects of what's going on. I would say, um, I would say that I would be a supporter more of subsidizing education than I would say subsidizing. Lord knows we need that. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah than subsidizing just unemployment per se. Um, I don't see why if a 45 year old single mother is on unemployment, why she can't get free childcare and go get a four year degree. It'll be cheaper for everyone involved. The government pays for all that for four years and then she can support her family forever. So it's like, and dignified too with good jobs and it'll change the kid's life too, because if the parents are college educated or, or at least one, then it's more likely that the kid is going to be college educated and that's going to keep them out of poverty too. So it's kind of, cause there's a situation, there's generational poverty, well, which is of, a big issue. One of the things that I've found interesting, um, listening to motivational speakers and whether you believe that stuff or not is i don't believe in any of that besides the point i just i just like listening to different people and hearing their opinions whether i agree with it or not doesn't make a difference but i like listening to people nonetheless one of the things i found that's that's interesting is that um there's a there's a there's a thought or a um uh an ideal that's out there on the ether that says that um Minority children that grew up in a, in a household that was less fortunate, that had, you know, working parents and all that, will become more successful than someone that does have successful parents and, and um, opportunities. And in a way, I, I almost kind of agreed with that because um, in my personal life, I mean, I've been very fortunate. In, like, in, are you saying it's just not directly proportional? Is that way? Like, I'm not, I'm kind of confused. That well, like, let me, let me finish this thought. Yeah. And if you still don't understand, okay. then go ahead and ask me the question. But so wait, can you just, cause I'm actually a little lost currently. So there's, there's a thought out there okay. that says that minority children that grow up in a less fortunate household, two working parents. Why do they have that, to be minor? Just children. It's that, no, that's literally because a lot of these speakers, that's, that's just, this is, this is. That's their like repeating. hook or whatever. Okay. Whatever. So. Okay. So the the thought is is that children that minority children that grow up in a household with two working parents that can barely make minimum wage that are or minimum whatever and are living paycheck to paycheck poverty level poverty yeah. level these children over their lifespan not not all of them but a vast majority of them will become more successful than Caucasian children that grew up in uh, that can't be in, true in, in homes that provide opportunity that have two wealthy parents. And so to James's point, I, I said that can't be true. But then I looked at it when I, when I actually like started researching some of this, I realized mm -hmm. that. So they're not saying that the white children won't be successful. What they're saying is that these black minority children are able to sustain, sustain success. They're able to understand how to get there and maintain it and sustain it and grow it. Whereas, these children that were handed these opportunities, that were handed dad's company, mom's company, 
were able to keep it going for a little while, but it eventually fizzled out because they didn't learn how to work for it. They didn't learn how to yeah. get up to that level and understand that aspect of things. And again, that's not everybody, but the vast majority of minority children, and I'm not quoting any of this. This is just something that I watched on Facebook and I researched a little bit, but it came from a bunch of different people. These minority children have to work much harder, which I agree with. Yeah. There, there's a, there's an aspect of minority children that have to work much harder to get to where we might be in our own lives personally right now. And because they have to work harder, they learn faster and they learn more in a short amount of time. Well, this is what I just said. But they get up to a successful level that let's say a white, uh, a Caucasian child that was handed dad's company got up to. They're at the same level. And where the levels change is the minority child was able to sustain that success because he learned all of these things getting up to that successful level. And this does sound like some weird motivational thing that's not like based on fact, but is a nice story. No, I think it is fact, actually. I mean, like, I so in those situations, yes, like the, but that's saying like, it, you're literally saying the person that has more experience has more experience. Like the person who has more life experience has more life experience is what you're saying. Like, obviously, the, the kid that had to work for everything and gained all that life experience does have more life experience. And the kid that was just given everything once they turned 18, yeah, doesn't have life experience. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be able to hold on to success. Yes. Yeah. 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 How do you, how but do I'm you... not like, like that, that's not saying that that happens like even on a normal scale. Like, so. In your situation, yes, the kid that has more life experience is going to be better adapted to the world that it, he or she is currently living in, yes. But nine out of those 10 minority kids probably never get the chance to even go to college or have the opportunity to have a mentor or something like that. But that's that's so. why the statistic is so skewed. So nine out of 10, so there's that 1%. Yeah, as the 1%. 30% that... of Caucasian. So it's going to be proportional on a much marginalized on a much more marginalized level for the minority child. Yeah. So they're they're just it's it's a weird balancing act, but my point is except nowadays like Go on. No, just I, just again from like the education standpoint, like if you're a minority that falls in a like a minority child in a household that okay, income yeah, so falls below a certain level, you can get we're, anything. We're, we're talking about the same thing yeah. virtually, but the fact of the matter is, is, is what you, so you can still get handouts. Like you can still, I'm not, yeah. I'm not refuting that. But what I am saying is that take race out of it. Okay. Race doesn't matter. Well, you said minority at the beginning, okay, which no, I didn't to understand it, why. To make it more but, simplistic because that's what yeah. the story entailed. Well, so just, just, yeah, so, well, so because it was trying to get to your To make the story views. simplistic, yes. one person who came from nothing, okay. one person who had everything, okay. lost the everything they made, okay. and the person that came from nothing continued to grow everything they got. Okay. That's the story. Yes. And the reason that person that continued to grow everything they got it's because they have more life experience. Because they learned as yes. they got up there. They didn't yes. just get daddy's company yes. on Monday morning. Yeah. So it would be better saying like, oh, if you're a wealthy family, you may want to raise your kid with some work ethic. While a kid that had to watch their parents work their whole life I think James already. contradicted himself. No. So, Go on. so he, Go on. you're talking about the person who has life, uh, life experience will experience like sustained success. <clears throat> 
not necessarily because success it, it, it rains on everyone like not success but people can, with more life experiences will be more successful so from i think that the people who make the better life decisions and learn how to do that the quickest are the more successful and it's not it's not a person that has a better off opportunity it's the person that does better with their opportunities given to them because there's lots of rich people and rich children out there that squander everything like you were saying mm-hmm. and just crash and burn and there's tons of other people that learned quickly on how to do life and make better life decisions that's the case but nine times out of ten the case is that these children learn how to make terrible life decisions from the people around them and then continue to make terrible life decisions themselves and then have children and do well, it again, again. That's why, that's why I didn't yeah. say I'm quoting anything. I'm not quoting statistics. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just, no, but you're saying in I this said. situation, it makes sense to me. Yes. And I mean, and it, like, and it does like in the hypothetical, yeah, there are very successful people and some of them are musicians. Others are whoever businessmen, that, women. That yeah. You can, their history proves that they came from nothing and they yes. made everything out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah. sustaining it and they yeah. will continue to sustain it. Yeah. So some actual statistics and facts, um, <laughs> well, they, you have to have, <laughs> have them in front of you you can't just say that so there's this book and it's called the um the ceo next door is one of the books oh i remember that book yeah yeah um and then and well i think the, the, okay let me the, uh, i gave it to shonda i made him read it a sidebar conversation no 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 i want to finish my thought i've let I, you finish I find your this thoughts so i find this so fascinating with you two morons is that what? you you're not making it you just gave me a hypothetical no, 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 situation no, no. and tried what, to imply what, that no, it was like said, what, you, what you, is you, going you, on you said a in book, the world and then sean said i'm not a fan but then when sean says a book you say you're not a fan so i want to understand he's not a fan he read it it doesn't matter if he's not a fan you don't like grant cardone I don't like Grant Cardone. And Sean likes Grant Cardone. That's fine. He's allowed to like that guy. So then why why do you <laughs> we like We could get into that. Why does he Okay. But look, here's what I'm going to say. I'm in the book your, okay, fine, in the go. book All right, fine. in the book Everyday Millionaire <laughs> and CEO Next Door, he interviews a bunch of different people that I Oh, sorry. I'm getting them kind of flip i think it's the millionaire next door so he interviews people uh, no ceo next door pretty sure but anyway, he 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 uh, then the other one is everyday millionaire it's all yeah. but they're the same yeah. yeah oh so you can get into a sidebar but i can't so <laughs> so he the author goes around and interviews individuals who have a net worth of a million dollars or more but they're not anybody you think of and at the beginning of the book he talks about different situations because he's kind of um like he does personal finance for people and stuff and he met um a brain surgeon making four hundred thousand a year and is in debt has hundreds of thousands but then he met in the book there's hundreds like hundreds of situations where he met one of them was a guy he never more he his net value was over a million dollars but his yearly annual income was never over eighty thousand so, because he just saved, this is he just a book about what I just explained. <laughs> right, and yeah, yeah. So it's it doesn't. You're right. In some cases, it doesn't matter where you're from, but in totally other cases, like th- there could be that kid who was born into a rich family and then you know just learned very quickly how to make even more money. This with is it. I've been saying but this for 20 minutes. yes, yeah, but it's not. It's not 
the majority of people on either side of those camps, no, on the low camps I, or I the high camps. I also said that too. I said it's not a vast majority. Yeah, but in this in this book, in this book, he studied the li- the liquidation of wealth and generational wealth, and statistically, even within one generation, wealth can vanish. Well, statistically, you know, parents who even start a large company or even just save up a ton of money when they die they leave it to their kids there's not even money left over for those people's grandchildren so their kids will use it all up or their and this is statistically the majority of times when kids are brought up in a wealthy family and, and inherit money or are given money it's gone by yeah, the well, following also, generation. There's also billionaires that have I've seen interviews yes. where they said, I'm not going to leave any money to my kids. And yeah. they're all mad at me for it, but I don't care. Yeah, Jackie Chan's doing it. I, and he's okay. even been said, if, if my son can't make his way in the world well, by the time I'm dead, I'm a terrible father, but he's not getting any money. Here's so. what I'll end that with. I am a firm believer that wealth is a mindset and yep. perpetuation of that wealth is also a mindset. Yep. Oh my, this, can we write that down on a piece of paper? Cause we're going to need a whole nother podcast for me no, to I don't, sit I don't, and talk I don't, about that. I don't think we do. Oh, Matt. Uh, okay. Wealth is a mindset. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. And what I mean by that is exactly what I explained in that situation. What you're given in life is what you have to work with. Yes. Okay, I don't care. That wealth isn't, isn't, it doesn't have to be material. It can be knowledge. It can be. It can be material. It can Experiences, be anything. anything. It, doesn't matter. Yeah. it doesn't matter what that okay. wealth is. Okay. You were about to get on my ass because you're like, oh no, it's another money conversation. No. What I'm about to say and what I'm going to end this with, because I am tired and I want to go home, <laughs> is that wealth is a mindset and whatever wealth you attribute that mindset to is what you need to work to. If you want to learn everything about everything, that's your wealth. If you want to be the richest man on earth, that's your wealth. If you want to do and be everything you can be, that's your wealth. But if you don't apply yourself and apply your mind to doing what you want to do, you will not succeed. Yeah, you need to say. The listeners we have on this podcast, that's our wealth. Mm. In our hearts. In our hearts. Yeah. (laughs) So don't for a second, and any of the things you do, think that wealth is more than money monetary things where it's it's wealth is a mindset it's gonna be always with you forever and always and that wealth can be bodybuilding it can be going to the gym it can be driving cool fancy cars and be having tons of money knowing everything there is to know but as long as you have something something that you contribute wealth to you will never fail and that's what everyone needs to just realize and i've struggled my own life to know that and at this point I still am struggling to know that, but the bottom line is you have to set your mind to something, whatever you set your mind to, you can achieve. And I wholeheartedly believe that Yeah, you can speak into existence, anything you want. And if you really want it that bad, you can get it. Well, you have to make the moves to do it. You can't just sit there and think that's again, it's a mindset. You have to make, you have to get in the mindset and make the moves. There you go. Yeah. See, James agrees with me. Yes. I never, I, yeah, Bullshit. I disagree. Don't even know. Don't even start with that. No, we're good. We're good at finding a middle ground. I think like sometimes, so it's just rough at the beginning. It's just hard, but we find we find this middle ground. Relationship, you weirdo. This podcast is a relationship. 
It's a love triangle, us three. Nope. I did not elect. I didn't opt into that. (laughs) But no. Unsubscribe. 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 Yep. We just lost the the one listener we had in Ireland. But to Sean's point, for those of you that have been with us from the beginning, we do appreciate you. You guys are the reasons that we keep going. Um, Because God knows. A year now. It's been a journey. Two years? A long journey that um, Sean and I really didn't realize how and where this would take us. But um, it's pretty neat. It's taken us to a lot of different places, none of which have been out of the basement, but we'll eventually get there. (laughs) Yep. September 2019 was when we started. September. Yeah. So a year. It's been a long ride, and it'll be even longer. So stick with us. And with that, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Follow us on Facebook. Find something you want the Drunk Boys to research and talk about next time? Let us know. And if you like hanging out, share our Facebook page. Catch you all next Friday. And remember, please listen responsibly. Adios. Konnichiwa. Oh, that's hello in Japanese. Never mind. (laughs) Hello. Goodbye. (laughs)